Hi, thanks so much for stopping by our Dr. Whisperer podcast. Really excited about this one today. Wendy Frost, nurse practitioner extraordinaire for a large OBGYN practice in Long Island, New York. More importantly, one of my besties in New York for a very long time. So we're going to chat about some fun things like uh, us being on Say Yes to the Dress and then we're going to talk about Wendy's passion and that's women's health and wellness. So really happy about this because I love me some nurse practitioners. So I hope you enjoy it too. I'd love it if you subscribed and if you wanted to be featured on the podcast, please feel free to reach out. Just check out the drwhisperer.com. Thanks. Hello, Wendy Frost, and welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm terrific. Thank you so much for having me. Well, a little backstory about Wendy Frost, nurse practitioner extraordinaire, (laughs) also my bestie. So Wendy and I have been friends for 22 years. I'm going to say 23, though, maybe. Well, somewhere in there. Getting close. Been a long time. What a road it's been. What a road it's been. So um, another sidebar, if you're interested in ever seeing the best episode of Say Yes to the Dress, which one should they look up, Wendy? They should look up Family Ties, and it aired in May 2010. Wow, look at you. Look at I thought you were going to say it with me. Look at you. (laughs) Just a little special. Okay, so if you haven't already figured it out, Wendy is from New York, (laughs) Long Island. We are in Oceanside, New York right now. On the south shore of Long Island. That is correct. Where I also grew up, but now reside in the beautiful Tampa Bay. So... I have been trying to get Wendy on this podcast for a long time now. I had to be in person to do it, even though I could do this over the phone. It is so much better in person, Wendy. So Wendy is a nurse practitioner for an OBGYN group and has been for a very long time. Why don't you tell the audience how long you have been in the industry? I became a nurse practitioner in 1995, Woo-hoo. and I my history as a nurse practitioner involves two practices. The first one, I was there 13 years and made a switch to the one that I'm at and presently there for 10 years. So did you choose to go into this OBGYN field? Was that always something you wanted to do? That's a good question. Because the answer is no. Actually, I wanted to work with men. I was very... Yes, my last um, work as a student was with men on a urology unit. So, of course, I would like that. (laughs) Hence, it dealt with the penis. But now I changed that whole focus up and went to women's health. My first job as a nurse, the only position they had available was a nurse on a gynecological surgery floor. Hence, my women's health started to begin. Then that I was started the beginning. That- so that was the first leg of the tour. 
What was was that LIJ? Yes, it was. Long Island Jewish, now part of a huge medical system on Long Island called Northwell, Northwell. Health. Oh, I didn't know the new name. Yes, Northwell Health involves 15 plus hospitals, including Manhattan. They have a few hospitals they're trying. Um, so then I started teaching Lamaze and oh I decided <laughs> I was going to get a master's degree in uh, women's health. I started to te- work in an OBGYN office as, a re- as an RN and it had all different facets of gynecology. So I got a little taste of everything. I started teaching for the hospital. Then I went into private practice. I taught um, Lamaze myself. And then I became a clinical nurse specialist. I worked for Long Island Jewish, and it became very administrative type, and I missed my hands-on. Say it. Administrative type. It was the pain in the neck. It was corporate. You had to hit the number. I missed the patient was the truth. I wanted my hands back on them. Right. And this time... In them. Yeah. So <laughs> I went back to school and I got a postmaster's degree and I became a nurse practitioner in women's health and I do all facets of women's health. So I know that this ridiculous statement has been said to you through the years, um, you being a nurse practitioner, why didn't you just become a doctor? So why don't you debunk that whole Thing. And hopefully, maybe after listening to this, nobody will ever ask you that question again, although I doubt it. Well, since my role is very much like theirs in the office, what I do for a living when they leave, mm-hmm. when the physicians leave, that they, you know, are surgeons and, and um, deliver babies. But the reason I wanted to be a nurse and nursing is quite different than anything else. There's yes, a way is. to think. I look at the patient whole, all parts of them, physically, emotionally. Let me, let me, I, I don't want to forget to say this. I lo- this is the thing I miss most about being your patient. <laughs> so yes, not only is she my best friend. <laughs> I she took was, care of you. You took care of me for I many, did. many years. And of course, still my first phone call when ever the situation arises, but um, you always took and take, to this day, I'm sure, even though we haven't had this conversation in a long time, you take special notes about each patient. So say yes, I a, do. A, a mother comes in, she has six grandkids. Um, you put that note into the chart, and then this way, you know, uh, you can bring it up the next time they come in. And it's it's such a special touch that I really think a lot of practitioners miss out on. When I say practitioners, I think a lot of doctors miss out on that, that it's just that simple little touch that separates you from everyone else. And they all feel so good because I know I've heard everybody say such amazing things about you, not just being a great nurse practitioner, but the thoughtfulness behind it. I put all sorts of things in notes because none of us could remember anything special. So I write special things about my college students, where they go to school, what they're studying, what that they're looking for jobs, who they're looking for jobs for, where they live, that they bought a place, they didn't buy a place, they're selling a place, they're renting a place. It's all in the chart. Of course, all their physical 
data and my impression about the visit is also there and my diagnosis and treatment, but it's that part of me. A nurse practitioner is an independent practitioner. Yes, I happen to work for other people at this point in my life, but thank God for the laws and the laws that have changed in individual states that many of us can just open up our doors, get reimbursement directly from third-party payers. For today in my career, I choose to work for somebody in more of a collaborative method um, because I like to do obstetrics as well. Um, So I do need to work with a physician in obstetrics. But I have a tremendous practice that is growing daily, seeing new patients every single day. And um, it's really been quite a journey and I'm not done. I'm a sponge for knowledge and now I'm doing a lot of focusing in on menopause and taking some something to look forward to that is correct (laughs) absolutely well i also know that you have this great passion for um bioidentical hormones so in my world in tampa bay i work with one two three i don't know four or five in the last few years um that have been involved in age management um uh, dr laura likes to say Uh, He doesn't like to say age management because he wants us all to age the way we're supposed to age. We're not supposed to manage it, but we can make it so much better today with the help of bioidentical hormones. And I know that that's something that you could obviously help so many women with and men, right? I mean, you say you want to work with men. There's a hot hot target right there. That's true. And some of the people that I know that are doing bioidentical hormones are working with men, both in using testosterones and different types of things with their issues. People don't realize that men have hormonal needs and hormonal replacement needs as well. But I'm focusing on women. Um, Bioidentical just meaning that your body already makes it. Compounding is a little different. and um, But I'm getting much more diverse in all the areas of hormone replacement. There is no need for suffering for menopause. Or having your husband suffer. And there's also questions that I ask my patients uh, concerning intercourse and painful intercourse and things like that, that I know that the male doctors just do not. And actually some of the female doctors I know, they just don't approach the subject. I know what it's like. And I, I tell my patients, I don't care if you... Have intercourse once a year. If it hurts, unacceptable. So we have to <laughs> fix that. It's supposed to feel good. Well, yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> One would so, hope. I wish I had a little bit more, um, we have a little bit more knowledge about maybe increasing the libido a little bit. But when we are active and we choose to be active, to have it feel good, as good as possible through some of the hormone replacement therapies that we have, which are absolutely accepted by NAMS um, and encouraged by NAMS, the North American Menopause Society, which I am a member of. Um, I am and I'm continuing to learn more and be more active in. Um, they better watch out at their practice. She's going to open her own spot one day. Wendy Frost, nurse practitioner extraordinaire. <laughs> Come on in for those bioidentical hormones. They better treat you right at that place. I tell you what. So I want to also mention 
that um, not only was Wendy on um, Say Yes to the Dress, but also on another show that we should talk about with our friend Teresa Caputo. Yes, that is correct. Long Island Medium. Oh, yes. She's a patient of mine who I adore. I'm not giving you any details, but I will tell you that... um, well, she what? will admit it, too. Didn't she put that in her book? Oh, yes, she did. Didn't she I, come here to this house? Yes, she did. And tape an episode? Yes, she did. And she's been to my office a Didn't few Didn't I times. get a Christmas card with her on it? Yes, you did. <laughs> I couldn't help it. That was the year she came that here, was the and best. I had her take a picture with my family. Oh, it's that. still hanging up on my parents' refrigerator. Oh, that is hilarious. I swear, I'll have to take a picture yes, of that. Yes, but most people know who she is. Um, a few people maybe in their 80s have said, who is the blonde? <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, it is pretty funny. Wendy should have her own reality funny. show, just yes, so you know. Yes, but anyway, she's she's a lovely girl, and um, what you see is what you get there. That's true. So if you ever need to ask me my opinion and what happened in my office, you could certainly contact me. I'll let you know on, <laughs> on the side note. So, Wendy, for the audience or for, um, say, a young woman or young man that's thinking about going into this wonderful field of nursing, but specifically becoming a nurse practitioner, what advice would you give to them? What I would like to see from them is that they have a passion for a specific area that they really want to focus in on. I really believe in specialty these days, uh, that they work hard through nursing school. I am not really a fan that many of these nursing students are going right into becoming a nurse practitioner. I think they're missing the mark with that. I think they should go right into hospital setting, really learn the profession, get a feel for what they're doing, direct patient care, do their time and then go back to school. There are so many avenues for nurses, so many different things they can do. But being a nurse practitioner, and now there's many on the units in the hospitals. That's why I like my young nurses to get there. Uh, There's a tremendous amount of men now going into nursing, women, nurse anesthetists, all types of different kinds of advanced practice. And the legal system seems to be backing those advanced practice nurses. So the laws are also supporting them so that they could be the best that they could. But it's nothing like nursing. Well, there really isn't. And because I do a lot of recruiting, a lot of hiring for the practices that I work with, I am always uh, pushing to get a nurse practitioner on board versus a PA. Now, that's not to say there's anything wrong with PAs. I just am in full agreement that being on the battleground for a while before you go into advanced um, nursing and becoming a nurse practitioner to really get that bedside manner because that's that's really how you get that great following that you have because you really connect with the patients and you get to spend time with them and talk to them and you're there for them you get to you get to really connect with them on a on a deep level so I want to say uh, this is, you know, part one of maybe a part two someday, Wendy. We don't want to give it all away the first time. We want them wanting more. Well, can I close with something? Uh, please do. Okay, one of my passions, and not that anyone would ever listen to me, 
But there's a lot of people listening to you, yes, Andy. But I would I I really believe deep down that every doctor, as far as their undergrad goes, you know, everyone's going to pre med. Mm-hmm. They should be in nursing school. Should be their pre med. Mm. If they took nursing school, then they would know all the social aspects and be at the bedside. I'm not saying they shouldn't take really hard classes in sciences. So make the classes that we take a little harder. That's all. And let them get four O's in nursing. Good luck with that. (laughs) Okay? Let them get four O's and then apply to medical school exactly the way they do now. So if the prereq to become a doctor is to be a nurse, I think that would be a fabulous, fabulous change mm-hmm. in the medical profession. And they could have maybe some of the bedside manner might. Can we throw in some business courses too for them? Without a doubt. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that would certainly help me. Yes. It might put me out of business, so I don't know. I, I, I agree. Many, I of the do- many of the doctors don't want anything to do with business, and they're just and they shouldn't. joining, and they're just joining huge, huge hospital practices that are buying up. Right. I don't know about down in Florida, but up here in oh, New it's York, happening. it is becoming uh, the standard. So these guys don't have to know anything. It is still like them to be nursing school first. Well, tell everybody. Wipes and butts. Tell everybody the name of the practice that you're in. I work for Women's Health and Wellness. We have two locations. One is in New Hyde Park, New York, and one is in Woodbury, New York. And if they wanted to reach you, say, via a website, what would that be? Oh, boy. Don't worry. I'll put it in the show notes, everybody. Okay. <laughs> you it's... see, that's why she should. They should all stick to patient care. Oh, that's yeah. where you it's... thrive. I don't, know. I don't go on the website there. Those people are calling me directly. Call and they direct. find me on Yelp. And I'm Googleable <laughs> and Yelpable. Googleable, the and... new word of the day. Right. And Yelpable. <laughs> so if you want to look for me and look and see. Just look up Wendy Frost. Right. Not just a reality star. Right. Also a nurse Look practitioner. Look at all those stars somebody has given me. <laughs> Wendy, you rock. Thank you so much for joining us today. I look forward to talking to you again soon. I love you. I love you more. Goodbye. Goodbye.